Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. You know, one of the greatest opportunities organizations have, and I think it really involves so many different factors, and that is coachability. You know, for years we've talked about, you know, coaching employees, and we've also talked about you know, creating a positive relationship with being coached. You know, I just talked to a company the other day who said, well, we kind of view coaching as something we have to do when someone's underperforming. That has a punitive tone. Coaching is really about an investment in someone to taking them from point A to point B to point C, whether it's something that is constructive or potentially even opportunistic in nature. It's not always fixing a problem. Now, the number one thing that we can do is to create a safe place for coachability. So think about safe coachability. Now, I'm going to teach you an acronym called SAFE. When you think about SAFE, think about self-awareness, attitude, feedback, and effort. So when you think about self-awareness, most people lack self-awareness. Again, I've cited the study. Tasha Yerk, you know, 95% of the people in her study in her book, Insight, a New York Times bestseller, said they were highly self-aware when she tested them, only 10% were, meaning 8.5 out of every 10 people in a company lack self-awareness. If you lack self-awareness, you cannot improve performance to the optimal level. You just can't because you're not going to see what you need or have an opportunity to improve. Number two, attitude. Most people don't practice a positive attitude. If the Gallup organization every year, and they just came out with another study that says roughly 70% of the people in the workplace today are neutral or actively disengaged, meaning negative, and only 29 to 30% are positive, that makes it really tough. So if I'm a leader and 8.5 out of 10 people lack self-awareness and 7 out of 10 are neutral, just doing their job or have a negative attitude, That challenges leaders today. Number three, feedback. You know, we don't do something that is so easy to do, and that is teach people the value of feedback. Teach people how to create a positive relationship with feedback. See, something interesting happens when we give somebody constructive feedback. People typically start to go into this fight-or-flight mode. And they typically go into this mode based on one fundamental fact, agreement or disagreement. If I don't agree with the feedback, I dismiss the feedback. Yet we also have to realize if I go up to somebody and say, John, I'm really kind of concerned you seem a little bit arduous or potentially even a little bit negative, and his first reaction is, oh my gosh, Tim's attacking me, I'm going to dismiss that feedback. What he lost sight of is, That's a perception. See, feedback is not always about accuracy. It's also about, you know, woven into the element of providing someone a perception. Now, what if everybody in your company sought feedback? What if everybody practiced 
professional reception. Wouldn't the workplace improve? Last, you know, I just love this book and the book Grit by Angela Duckworth. I think it's brilliant. And she talks about the cadence of practice and she talks about the cadence of effort. Now, the funny thing is it really mirrors what we teach in progress coaching, which is people change slowly. They change first with effort, then progress where they're having, you know, target attainable things that they're progressing or improving. And then we move into this direction of predictable, sustainable results. With that being said, With that being said, how often do we facilitate effort around feedback? How often do we facilitate effort around maintaining a positive attitude? How often do we as leaders facilitate guidance and insight and maybe even introspection and self-awareness? See, what we have to do is create safe coachability. If people become more self-aware, their attitude will improve. If people's attitudes improve, their relationship with feedback will improve. If they start to seek and accept feedback and develop a positive relationship with feedback, that will be as a result of effort. So think about creating safe coachability. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign seven to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.